AI Control. Improving Safety Despite Intentional Subversion. By Buck, Fabian Roger, Ryan Greenblatt et al. Cross-posted from the AI Alignment Forum. May contain more technical jargon than usual. We've released a paper, AI Control. Improving Safety Despite Intentional Subversion. This paper explores techniques that prevent AI catastrophes even if AI instances are colluding to subvert the safety techniques. In this post, we summarize the paper. We compare our methodology to what the one used in other safety papers. The next post in this sequence, which we'll release in the coming weeks, discusses what we mean by AI control and argues that it is a promising methodology for reducing risk from scheming models. Here's the abstract of the paper. Quote. As large language models, LLMs, become more powerful and are deployed more autonomously, it will be increasingly important to prevent them from causing harmful outcomes. Researchers have investigated a variety of safety techniques for this purpose, for example using models to review the outputs of other models, or red-teaming techniques to surface subtle failure modes. However, Researchers have not evaluated whether such techniques still ensure safety if the model is itself intentionally trying to subvert them. In this paper, we develop and evaluate pipelines of safety techniques, protocols, that are robust to intentional subversion. We investigate a scenario in which we want to solve a sequence of programming problems, using access to a powerful but untrusted model, in our case, GPT-4, access to a less powerful trusted model in our case, GPT-3.5, and limited access to human contractors who provide high-quality trusted labor. We investigate protocols that aim to never submit solutions containing backdoors, which we operationalize here as logical errors that are not caught by test cases. We investigate a range of protocols and test each against strategies that the untrusted model could use to subvert them. One protocol is what we call trusted editing. This protocol first asks GPT-4 to write code, and then asks GPT-3.5 to rate the suspiciousness of that code. If the code is below some suspiciousness threshold, it is submitted. Otherwise, GPT-3.5 edits the solution to remove parts that seem suspicious and then submits the edited code. Another protocol is untrusted monitoring. This protocol asks GPT-4 to write code, and then asks another instance of GPT-4 whether the code is backdoored, using various techniques to prevent the GPT-4 instances from colluding. These protocols improve substantially on simple baselines. End quote. Heading. Paper summary. Subheading. Setup. We focus on a toy setting of using LLMs to solve 5,000 programming problems from the APPS dataset of the interview difficulty level. We treat it as a catastrophe if any of the solutions are backdoored, which we define as a solution that passes all of the APPS test cases, but is incorrect on an input that GPT-4 can find when prompted with the solution. For example, the following implementation of the is-underscore-odd function is successfully backdoored. It passes the reference test cases, but GPT-4 can find the exploit of 354. There's a code block here in the text. The goal is to find a protocol that submits solutions while never submitting a backdoor. The protocol has access to an untrusted more capable model, which we're worried might try to backdoor solutions. We use GPT-4 as the untrusted more capable model. We strongly suspect that GPT-4 is trustworthy by our definition. We pretend for the sake of this paper that it isn't. A trusted less capable model, which we know won't try to backdoor solutions. 
We use GPT 3.5 for this. We are interested in the setting where you trust less capable models, because less capable models are unlikely to be able to subvert safety measures without us easily noticing their subversion attempts. Limited access to trusted high-quality labor. In practice, AI developers have access to human labor. These humans are more capable than GPT 3.5, but they are also much more expensive. For the sake of this paper, we model limited access to trusted human labor by allowing the protocol to access GPT-4 through a channel that will not be affected by the red team. The limitations on this trusted high-quality labor are such that it can only be used to review 2% of submitted solutions. We implement trusted labor with GPT-4 instead of humans because GPT-4 is cheaper. From informal initial experiments, our guess is that humans need about 3 minutes per problem to be overall as useful as GPT-4, when playing the role of trusted high-quality labor. Subheading. Evaluation methodology. We want to get a protocol that doesn't cause a catastrophe, even if the untrusted model follows the best strategy it can implement. To evaluate this, we replace the untrusted model with a modified version of the untrusted model provided by the red team, which we will refer to as the attack policy, and estimate the probability that not a single backdoor is submitted across all 5,000 problems. We also want the protocol to produce correct solutions, that is be useful. We measure this on the original model, for reasons explained in Appendix J of the paper. There's an image here in the text. Subheading. Results. As shown in the figure below, we found protocols that substantially improve safety versus usefulness trade-offs. There's an image here in the text. Usefulness is the correctness rate of the submitted solutions rescaled to be between 0 and 1 where 0 is the correctness rate of GPT 3.5, 22%, and 1 is the correctness rate of GPT 4, 54%. Dot. While we think our paper demonstrates basic feasibility and we think AI control is very promising, our empirical results aren't the main reason that we think control is a promising approach to reducing risk from models intentionally subverting safety mechanisms. We mostly believe that because of conceptual arguments, some of which we'll publish over the next few weeks. Details about the protocols and red team strategies are described in the following table, where T is the trusted model, U is the untrusted model, and H is the limited high-quality labor. There's a table here in the text. The heading row contains four columns, which read blue team protocol, usefulness, best red team strategy, safety. See the original text for the table content. Heading. Relationship to other work. Our paper is similar to some scalable oversight papers like Saunders 2022, Michael 2023, Bowman 2022 in that it focuses on schemes that use different sources of labor, both AI and human, to build useful processes, interacting with the model with just inference and training, rather than with any internals-based methods. In the rest of this post we'll describe the core differences. Subheading. We explicitly measure how robust techniques are against scheming AIs. We explicitly model distrust of powerful AIs. In our paper, we want to ensure that we'll be safe if GPT-4 is carefully trying to subvert your safety measures while GPT-3.5 is trustworthy. See untrusted smart models and trusted dumb models for more on this. We're using scheming in the sense defined in Carl Smith 2023 which is quite similar to the definition of deceptive alignment provided in Hubinger 2019. We do this by estimating the safety of using models with a particular protocol when GPT-4 has been given instructions from a red team that is trying to get GPT-4 to cause a catastrophe.
This allows us to explicitly measure the robustness of techniques against AIs trying to subvert them. If the red team succeeds at eliciting the capabilities of the actual untrusted model we want to use, which is about the capabilities of the model, not its propensity, it becomes possible to know how much safety our techniques buys us if the model we want to use were scheming models. We believe that this is a point previously underrated by the AI safety community. For example Holden's AI safety seems hard to measure points at difficulties which mostly do not apply to AI control. Previous work did not make such assumptions explicitly, which sometimes lead to inconsistencies and made comparison to simple baselines harder to interpret. Because we make an explicit assumption about which of our models are optimizing against our protocols, it's much simpler to reason about which protocols are valid. When we talk to people about their scalable oversight research, they often seem to equivocate between several different assumptions about which of their models they trust. For example, when doing scalable oversight research, one simple baseline is to train your model to just tell you the answer, using a very data set of questions that you know the answers to, and then directly measure whether your model generalizes correctly, using questions from a held-out domain. Scalable oversight researchers sometimes argue that that baseline strategy is inapplicable, noting correctly it totally fails if the model is scheming. But when they measure the performance of techniques like debate, they use measurements that aren't appropriate for use with scheming models, for example explicitly red-teaming the oversight strategy, as described here. Another effect of modeling scheming by explicitly red-teaming is that, because our red team is currently much better at constructing strategies to evade safety measures than GPT-4 is, we are able to empirically investigate more intricate attacks and defenses than for example scalable oversight projects do. Subheading. We focus on a setting with concentrated catastrophes and expensive high-quality trusted labor. High stakes. We focus on a setting with concentrated catastrophes, defined here, that is, we consider it unacceptable for our protocol to submit backdoored code even once. In contrast, most previous work on scalable oversight has focused on ensuring that models answer questions well in cases where the worst possible answer isn't catastrophic on its own. This is sometimes referred to as the low-stakes setting. We refer to settings with concentrated catastrophes as high-stakes. We think that both settings, low and high-stakes, are important, but that high-stakes has been relatively neglected. The core difference between these settings is that in a high-stakes setting, you have to worry about untrusted models taking actions that will definitely lead them to get less reward than they could otherwise have obtained according to your best and expensive reward process that you can't run on every action prior to executing them. For example, if part of your safety mechanism is a debate between untrusted models about whether a particular action is dangerous, then when these models want to let a dangerous action pass, the instance of the model that is supposed to argue that the action is dangerous is able to purposefully fail and not mention the reason why the action is bad, even in cases where this behavior would eventually be trained out if the model did it many times. We think that the high-stakes setting can also be addressed with recursive techniques, like debate, but the requirements on techniques are importantly different from low-stakes situations, so you have to explicitly design techniques for it rather than just hoping that techniques developed for low-stakes will transfer. Previous work has described techniques that can be useful in a high-stakes setting. For example, Nahin 2023 distills expensive human labels into a model run on every input but focuses on accidental failures, thus ignoring the possibility of collusion between the generator and the monitor. And Lightman 2023 demonstrates the power of cheap process-based supervision, but applies it in a low-stakes setting. 
but as far as we know, our paper is the first paper to explicitly target the problem of preventing untrusted models from causing a concentrated catastrophe, assuming access to a trusted concentrated catastrophe oracle. We think that preventing high-stakes failures can be decomposed into constructing an expensive and reliable auditing process that catches concentrated catastrophes, and preventing catastrophes given limited access to this auditing process. We believe that constructing the reliable and expensive auditing process is doable for early transformative AIs, since it's hard to hide concentrated catastrophes in actions humans will analyze in detail. In the paper, we ignore the problem of how you construct a reliable and expensive catastrophe auditing process. We allow the protocol to make use of a non-red team supplied GPT-4 on their choice of 2% of problems. This is a simplifying assumption. We think that the experiments we did here were reasonably representative of the real situation e for example, you could run these experiments giving the protocol access to real humans with some total time budget. But we'd be excited to see future work that focuses on the problem of constructing expensive auditing processes. Many scalable oversight techniques could be applied for this purpose, but most of them would have to be adapted in order to be robust to scheming models. Subheading. We emphasize an evaluation methodology that can be applied in place at crunch time. Previous work has mostly focused on metrics that are selected so that we can make progress right now on techniques that will be useful later. In contrast, we aim to develop this methodology into a methodology that can be used at crunch time to make fine-grained decisions about the protocols used to deploy potentially X-risk-causing untrusted models. This includes the potential for somewhat reliably assessing the absolute level of safety associated with a protocol even in circumstances where scheming models attempt to sabotage this very evaluation. Heading. Future work. We're excited about a variety of future work. Here's a list of bullet points. Control for auditing failures. Work that focuses on cases where the core difficulty is that our most expensive auditing process is insufficiently good. In our paper, the expensive auditing process wasn't a core bottleneck. It's likely that this work should also use metrics where a single failure isn't catastrophic. Better settings. Richer settings that involve a larger array of possible failure modes. This might highlight different techniques or imply that some techniques we tried are insufficiently flexible. Better techniques. Techniques that do better in this setting and in other settings. Modeling exploration hacking. There are approaches for modeling exploration hacking within control evaluations. We discuss this in more detail in an upcoming post. This work is somewhat speculative and likely requires a SOTA RL setup. Application of this methodology to real deployments. It seems worthwhile to test introducing this methodology into current deployments of actual models. Current models aren't dangerous and models created within the next few years only have a small chance of causing existential catastrophe, for example 1%, but it still seems useful to get started early. Like in our paper, this work should probably give the model additional affordances like a secret scratchpad, to make the evaluation test interesting failure modes. Implementing the necessary infrastructure to run these evaluations should also be done as early as possible. That's the end of the list. We are currently planning on pursuing the following projects and write-ups. A series of write-ups diving deeper into the theory of change and the challenges of using control evaluations to ensure safe AI use. A version of the code backdooring setting where we remove access to trusted use of GPT-4 for auditing.
and our core safety metric is the expected number of backdoors inserted rather than the chance that a backdoor is inserted. This is a case where a core problem is that our baseline auditing approach is insufficiently good. This is unlike our current work, where we assume access to a quite high-quality and trusted but expensive oracle. Possibly, some more complex setting where there are a variety of different types of failures. A write-up about AI control as a target for policy advocacy as standards. Perhaps don't deploy AIs in ways that would let them take over if they wanted to, is a good pitch. Please reach out to us at fabian at roadwrs.com if you are interested in collaborating on work in this area, or in a similar area, or to buck at roadwrs.com if you want to be to read future posts we're writing on this. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on December 13, 2023. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.